It is Cooperville Live. It is the debut episode of the live stream show, and uh, super excited to get uh, to get this adventure underway. We have a ton of things to get to today, a ton of topics to cover, and a ton of guests will be joining us live here in the stream. I'm 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 so thankful. I'm so blessed to have uh, to have so many great friends uh, from the music industry and uh, entrepreneurs and doctors and just so blessed to have so many people that uh, that without actual force I didn't have to uh, to pressure anybody to uh, to come on the show but um, got a bunch of people that are going to be joining us uh, and we'll get to uh, that list here coming up shortly our first guest coming up in about uh, 28 minutes at 3.30, and that will be uh, my good friend, Dr. Jay LaGuardia. Really excited to uh, to have Dr. Jay back on. He's been on uh, the Welcome to Cooperville podcast many times. Uh, great insight. Dude's a researchaholic, so he knows uh, about, uh, we'll talk about some COVID stuff and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, it was actually two years yesterday. I think I had uh, Steve Stone on the podcast last night, which, by the way, that episode is up on all podcast platforms right now. The video is up on, on twitch.tv slash Cooper. And on radio stations across the country, uh, he is on CNN. He is on uh, Fox Sports. So if, you know if you're watching this show from uh, anywhere that has a Fox Sports affiliate, you know we have Fox Sports Wisconsin here. I know there's Fox Sports Minnesota, Fox Sports North, Fox Sports Pittsburgh, where he's from. Um, so he's like the voice, you know, uh, is up right now. But we we, we talked about uh, a lot of great things last night, uh, and, and namely is. Uh, it was a one two year anniversary of me getting out of radio and finally trying to find something besides the podcast to uh, I don't know fill a void maybe I don't know I'm feeling I feel like I need to talk and uh, during this whole COVID thing I've taken on a, a bunch of different jobs where I'm I'm usually secluded secluded I'm usually all by myself like in a corner somewhere out in the woods not talking to anybody I'm like I I talked for twenty years straight. And I mean, it, oddly enough, I wasn't sure if anybody was listening for those 20 years. Maybe they weren't. Then maybe that's why I got out. But um, but really wanted to put together something where it was a, a real conversation piece. Because I think too often people get into kind of niche things. You know, you go and you want to listen to something about sports, and that's really all it's about. Maybe there's some some slice of life stuff and uh, to go for politics if you want to talk about I don't know, whatever topic X, Y, Z you want to talk about. Aliens, which we're going to cover a lot on this program. Um, there's always like a niche thing for it. So you can go and specifically find one spot to go and listen to uh, to that particular topic. What I wanted to do here was have conversations, uh, not just between you and I, because whatever you're listening or wherever you're watching this is not on one specific topic. It's not on one thing. And you just have a conversation for, you know, this is a three-hour daily program on that one. So this is all about open form. Have the conversations. Uh, so we're going to talk about a lot of things. Some things are going to be incredibly stupid. Uh, let's be honest. I like stupid things. You know, it's been like the last five podcasts that I've done. Uh, at some point or another, the alien thing has come up. The whole, uh, the, let's make sure we get aliens as part of the coronavirus relief package. Going to that document uh, in 180 days from, from, the, from the signing, when former President Trump signed that. The Pentagon has to release all their information on UFOs or whatever. There's there's another acronym for them now. But so all the stuff that they have, all the the stuff that's been researched, 
and and you know kept under the cover of darkness and conspiracy theories. All this stuff is supposed to be released. So we're going to talk about aliens and shit, but we're going to talk about other things. We're going to talk about music. You know, I got a lot of uh, a lot of uh, great friends in the music industry. Uh, a bunch of them joining us today. I can't wait to. Uh, for those of you who are military, you'll understand what that means. Uh, but I don't mean it towards you. It's just a general statement. I like to wear it out in public, even though it's 14 fucking degrees below zero here in Wisconsin. I like to wear it out in public and let people like, uh-huh, gasp. That means something naughty. Um, but no, anyway, so you know this this show, uh, Cooperville Live, is really going to be a lot about uh, uh, wherever you can get the Welcome to Cooperville podcast. So you'll be able to check out like, you know, uh, hour by hour, and then we may even break it down into um, we're doing like 10 to 20 minute conversations with our guests uh, on the daily basis. So if you just wanted to hear, you know, what Dr. J has to say or, or Dan Mark on a Mark on shooting, who's coming up today, you share the video, uh, get it out to your friends. Hopefully uh, during the course of today and uh, and every other day that we're doing this, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on a topic that uh, that is near to you or dear to you or that you just enjoy having it. But, um, but I think opening things up to uh, to have conversation about about maybe not all the time, but sometimes we're going to talk about some of the more difficult topics and, and things that, you know, maybe aren't all smiley faces and, and, and thumbs up. Depending on your on what you your eyeballs are on, because some people are completely oblivious to the crazy shit that's going on, not only in the world, but uh, more more locally in our country. Um, so we're going to open up some of those uh, those conversations and um, and hopefully not piss too many people off. But if we do. Grunt style, my boys. Uh, so as far as today's show go uh, goes, we have a, a lot of fantastic guests. Really excited to uh, to have conversations with people I haven't talked to. My dad didn't hunt, therefore I, I really never fell into uh, you know the, the category of hunter. Um, I think one time when I was very young, I was out at my aunt and uncle's land out in So it probably didn't matter anyway. Could have been in the city limits. I don't give a shit. But I remember they were out shooting clay pigeons, and me and my other two cousins were like, oh, what's going on here? I think for the next year I had a a shoulder <laughs> injury because I was like you know I you know knee high to a grasshopper and 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 about as strong as the uh, uh, no not very not very strong about as strong as a grasshopper um, but yeah that was probably the only time I ever fired a weapon and uh, and then 2020 came and I think just just with the environment uh, with the way the world was and 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 being a dad and Constitution and the Second Amendment uh, we'll talk about HR 127 which has uh, just been introduced. In uh, in Congress, uh, I believe today, uh, from his Red Sun Rising days, uh, meeting them at Rockfest over in Kadat, and then him and I carrying on a, uh, conversations on the podcast and, uh, and and following each other on social media. Uh, his new project, The Violent, uh, has got some great freaking music out there. Flying the wall. I just I just posted something. If you don't follow me on Instagram, uh, it's at No Limit Cooper Official. Uh, in my stories, I just posted uh, kind of playing the song. They'd be like, "Hey, thanks for for playing our jam. Uh, we really appreciate it." And uh, so I, I got you know, a, a closet over here that's, that's full of band swag that, um, I need to get up on. And they put a, they put together a whole photograph and it was the entire band, like in a hotel room, like in one bed, like the, one of those mornings, uh, this fine, uh, what the hell is this? Um, uh, Texas silver star whiskey. And I've had this ever since. And I told him, uh, we were supposed to meet up, uh, at Rockfest this, uh, this past year. And, uh, my bearded brother from another mother, uh, Phil, Nor- Phil Norvold of Maxfield Offroad and Manufacturing. My Jeep guy, uh, my off-road guy, uh, dude's doing epic things, and um, we're going to have a great conversation with him about possibly epic things. Ooh, that's a teaser. He was actually the one contemplating this this whole thing. I was like, you know, 
One time I tried growing a beard, and that was when the Packers went to the Super Bowl 10 years ago. I did one of those playoff beard things, like, well, they, they got into the fucking playoffs, so now I'm not going to shave until they win the Super Bowl. Well, they won the Super Bowl. So that's what? That's, uh, let's see, wild card weekend, uh, divisional, championship, one week in the Super Bowl. So six weeks, no shaving. And it made me realize that perhaps the bearded life was not for me. I was like, no, this, I, you know, that would have been, you know, 30 at the time. Maybe this isn't for me. But he's the one that convinced me when I was reconsidering, uh, you know, 10 years later, maybe I'd, maybe I'd grown into myself a little bit, maybe a little more manly at the time. Uh, but he said, no, just give it 90 days, give it three months, no shaving. And, uh, and, and then we'll make an evaluation. And, and the beard came in and, uh, Captain Coop's Beard Company was established, you know, six months later. And, and here we are now a year and a half, uh, to two years after that. So, uh, so Phil is on the show, uh, Adrian Patrick, uh, my great friend from the band. Otherwise, I remember we have great stories that we we shared uh, on the podcast that I had him on about and sneaking them drinks. And there was a golf cart that was borrowed, not stolen. It was borrowed because they return it. Uh, but great stories with uh, with Adrian and the guys from Otherwise. Uh, he's going to join the show. I think he's out east. I want to you know he's normally hanging out in Vegas, but uh, I think he's spending COVID spending COVID out east. So we'll talk to him. Uh, lots of cool stuff with those guys. Uh, Jimmy Tolland of the Lonely Ones, forming a Boba Flex. Jaime. Jimmy is going to be on. They just released a new. Uh, we'd be able to jam that for you, but unfortunately, uh, we do not have those capabilities. So, um, but definitely go and check out the Lonely Ones. Uh, Change the station. It's their new their new tune. It just came out today. We'll talk to Jimmy about that. Uh, Neil Middleton of Royal Bliss um, is going to be on the program today as well. Now we got a ton of guests. Uh, long friend, uh, dude's just a fantastic human being. I think he's doing 75 hard again. Have you heard about 75 hard? Uh, it's like 75 days straight, two workouts a day, no booze. Uh, you got to eat right. You got to take a picture of yourself every day. There's a bunch of things you have to do for like 75 days and it, it changes your life. I think this is like a second or third time doing 75 hard. Um, so we'll talk to him about that. They also have a show tonight. So there's, there's shows going on and able to get out and see a concert or go out and do much. Some places, uh, they're having shows. Like I said, uh, Blacktop Mojo is doing a show tonight, so we're going to talk to to Matt in between load in, and uh, and taking the stage, and then uh, and then Neil's got a show tonight as well. So, uh, kudos to those guys for getting out. I know a lot of bands uh, haven't been able to do those things, but sometimes they're getting to a point where they're like, fuck it, let's just go out and you know see what happens. Uh, Vince Eberts from uh, from Nuisance band out of Minneapolis. I Vince and I go back a long time. I'm like, dude, get on the show. Uh, we're starting this live thing. It's going to be crazy and stupid, and it may suck, and it may only last one episode. But I want to get you on here doing some doing some rhymes. So he's going to jump on. Uh, we'll chat with him, and he's he's going to do a little 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 jams for us. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, and last uh, on his birthday, I sent him a text. I'm like, hey Mitch, just want to say happy birthday. Hope your day's great. You know they're out in Joshua Tree, California. Um, so I made sure it was like not too early. It was like, I'm sorry you have the wrong number. So I said something to the effect of, well, when it's your birthday, my friend. A happy birthday to you. They didn't respond. They probably blocked me from their phone. So that's, um, what are you going to do? Uh, so Mitchell joined us from Wayland. Uh, he wanted some extra time because they got a whole bunch of stuff going on in Wayland camp again out there in California. Again, if you are watching, uh, first off, thank you. Whatever platform you're on, if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, also so-and-so. Um, so definitely follow me on Twitch. If you don't have the Twitch app, it's free to download. 
And then you just go and search for No Limit Cooper, uh, hit the follow button, and then uh, you get updated every time we, uh, we go on here. Kind of a crazy app. I know a lot of people are like, Twitch? What the hell is Twitch? You know, it, it kind of started off as a gaming app. Um, so those who are in the gaming universe, uh, you know, you can game and you can kind of have your thing up there and you can live stream your guy who cuts my hair and cuts my beard. Uh, big gamer, uh, fade game official. Uh, so he's on there. He convinced me like Twitch is, uh, is kind of this new revolutionary platform for, for things like this. Cause, uh, I mean, if you're on there, you can, you can jump on and you can, um, make comments like, like Matt did. He did it on the Facebook though. Nice beard. Thank you. That's my cousin, Matt, uh, brother from another mother uh who has had a really shitty week man dude i went uh my son was in town my my son was here for uh for five or six days uh so on sunday we went over and uh and went out to uh to a park and my son tried ice skating for the first time my cousin matt was there and his wife jen and, and their kids and it was great we got we got a chance to be on the hang um the next day at work breaks his fucking leg like, dude, we were just we were making plans for the summer. I mean, he'll be healed by then. We're making plans for like the next couple weekends. Like, hey, you know, I'm getting a dumpster. Let's like throw some shit away. Next day breaks his leg. Uh, and today ended up having surgery. Um uh went successfully. Obviously, obviously you got nowhere to go. You can sit here and watch every single episode of this because you can't go anywhere. Uh but no, uh, but congratulations on uh, congratulations. Is that the right thing to say? Uh, way to go on your successful surgery. I'm glad the doctors didn't mess it up. You know, just make sure you wake up and you make sure they did the right surgery. You're like, um, you did fix my leg, right? There was no, nothing else while I was under. You're like, hmm, we're going to take care of that problem while we're here. Uh, but no, I'm glad that, uh, that he is, he's home and recovering 10 weeks, 10 weeks of recovery, man. Sorry. I'll be here for you. I will, um, I don't know. I'll bring you food. I'm told you I'm going to bring you a bunch of bibs too, just because you're going to be like laid up in a chair. I'm like, dude, I'm just going to bring you like those lobster bibs that you put on. I'm just going to bring a bunch of those. Keep your shirt. Uh, First Cooper Fest was the best. American Head Charge. That's right. They were there. Uh, other kill local bands. Yeah, that was, again, Matt. I mean, you remember those days? Weren't you, you were like running security, I think, for that, weren't you? I mean, you were just hanging out and I just stood by you because you looked like you should be running security. No, Head Charge. I forgot. That was uh, that was the first year of, uh, of Cooper Fest. Great times though, man. A lot of, a lot of great local talent uh, that that came out, and you know, I, I um, uh, Ghost of the Sun, my two buddies from Ghost of the Sun, I had them on the podcast uh, a couple of podcasts ago. I can't remember off the top of my head which number it was. Um, we talked a lot about, uh, and if you're local, if you're here in uh, in the Chippewa Valley, how fantastic uh, and and wild the band scene was back then. I mean, this was you know well before all of the. Uh, Cell phones and I mean I think we had phones I think we had was it before BlackBerry letter it took you forever to text that it was back in those days and maybe that's why it was so wild and crazy because nobody was capturing it on on uh, on film uh, such great times though and a bunch of great talent and um, some are still around some are still doing their thing and some just gone by the way moved on grown up as they say um, part owner about adventure athlete and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so Dakota, good Friday to you as well. Again, now, uh, wherever you're watching uh, this on, jump in the comments. Let me know where you're watching from. Uh, ask questions. I mean, whatever. We're going to have a uh, a full Friday show. Uh, Ten guests, I think we have lined up. My math guy. That was. And a lot of these topics I'll be bringing up with, uh, with some of the guests today. But amongst all the craziness that we're living in right now, uh, you know, things... 
things happen and they kind of bring you back to a, a, a childhood place. And maybe this is dating myself a little bit, but I, I think uh, some of you who are watching and commenting uh, was on back when I was a wee lad, maybe a little older than a wee lad, maybe a itty bitty lad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the, the echelon of, of lads go. Uh, I'm Irish, but I don't, I don't understand the lad ladder. Um, Say by the Bell um, it was a staple in, in almost everybody's life. And I know they've re, they've uh, they've they got a new was always like a huge part of of childhood. It was just like one of those shows. Like you kind of talked about it in the hallways at school. It's seen her say by the bell. I mean, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, anybody? Yeah, I mean that got a lot of a lot of guys my age through some hard times in life. She did. We all know what happened. You're like, wait a minute, what? You were the girl from Say by the Bell. Um. She didn't do much after that, I don't think. That was like her one, it was like a one-hit wonder. Uh, But yeah, uh, Dustin Diamond, Screech died uh, this week. Like, like, it was very, he announced, I remember seeing the announcement that that he had cancer. And and Dustin Diamond's been through some shit. I mean, he's not, you know, absolutely glorious life. He's gotten in some trouble, uh, but he's also done some very cool things. Um, I had a buddy of mine who texted me, uh, a bunch of cool things that Dustin he did some wrestling. Uh, he did some music. He did like an alternative band thing. So he was like doing a lot of stuff. But obviously, you know, it's it's not that that gets like the publicity. It's when Dustin Diamond gets like busted. It was he in Milwaukee, I think, punching some dude. I don't know. But anyway, it was a very short period of time between the announcement. Gives you a little warm fuzzy because you remember when things were easier when you were a kid. Didn't have to worry about shit like stimulus checks <laughs> or COVID or employment. None of that stuff. You don't have to worry about that. You're just like, I, you know, I just get home and I watch Save by the Bell and fake do some homework and life's good. Uh, you know, the whole Marilyn Manson thing coming out. There's great memes going out of, uh, you know, the picture of Marilyn Manson. And it says, you know, Marilyn Manson turns out to be like a giant douchebag. And and then there's like a picture of your mom, like loudly sipping her coffee, like fucking told you so. Yeah. I mean, the Manson thing, that's. That's wild. The Morgan Wallen thing, man. I mean, that shit's crazy. I mean, he was caught on film in like Tuscaloosa at some house party. And then, you know, he's during COVID, you know, bad boy, drunk and kissing a bunch of random girls. And then that video goes viral. And then he gets canned from, from being on Saturday Night Live. And then he comes out and does the apologetic thing. And I'm like, dude, if that's you, then just let it be you. Be like, I don't need SNL. I'm fine. Wade showed me a picture from like I think it was December that somebody else had posted on social media of uh, Morgan Wallen like passed out on a couch somewhere, just like covered in vomit. It was just boots are, boots nicely set on the ground. That was one thing I did notice from the picture, besides the gross vomit all over it. His boots really nicely placed. Like he's laying on the couch, his boots are like right on the floor, right in front of him, nicely placed. But he's just covered in vomit, just gross. And uh. And then this whole thing from this last week, I don't know. I don't know how to read into this. Morgan Wallen on Apple Music. His overall music sales are up 1,220%. After, after this, after everything, the major screw up. And his music sales are up, again, over 1,200% on Apple Music. I don't know. I don't know what to read into it. I'm sure somebody else has a better explanation of exactly what that entails. 
But, alas, here we are. That's a crazy week, though. Uh, and, and the big news from today, Christopher Plummer died many times over. And I hated it. And then I saw it like 30 years later. And then uh, I was finally like, okay, I guess I'm, I'm cool with the Von Trapp, the Von Trapp family singers. Uh, but Christopher Plummer uh, passing away today at the, I think, 91. Um, crazy stuff. Crazy week. And, uh, and really excited because the first official guest, the first one to be on. How you doing, brother? Thank you for having me on. And I'm excited to be the first, man. It's like, you know, it's a milestone. It is. I feel like I need to like have awards, you know, and, and send those out like or thank you notes or, you know, you know, bottles of bottles of whiskey or something. There's something to say thank you for being a part of it. Yeah, I'll go for the latter. <laughs> I, I figured you would. How you doing, man? It's And I, I had you on the podcast, uh, which I mentioned in the open. Great, man. All's going good. You know, just focusing on things I can control. And uh, so life is good. Jay hosts the Power, Passion, Prosperity podcast, which you can check out on all podcast platforms and and follow him on social media because I, I, know, I know you were taking a personal social media break when I talked to you. You were you were stepping back from from your you know your personal page, but obviously still doing stuff with with the page for your business. Um, but you always have such is it off the wagon? Are you still off the wagon? Yeah, I, I'm I'm still uh, I'm still fasting on my personal <laughs> social media, but <laughs> at Dr. J. Laguardia is live and active. That's good, man. That's good. It's been a it's been a crazy you know we talked you know almost a month ago, so it's been a crazy ten months and fifteen days to flatten the curve, um, and we're we're still kind of all navigating through this. It's and then mask mandates back in effect, and then city councils and and county boards and you know. As you look at the, as you take a step back and you look at what the last almost a year has been, you know what to you do you think it, from you personally? What is the the most surprising thing that you've learned? Maybe about uh, maybe about society and that it's caused. What what has really surprised you about how everything has has gone down the last almost a year? I think that the thing that has surprised me the most and alarms me the most is how willing we are um, to give up our freedoms mm -hmm. for the pursuit and the illusion of safety. Yeah. Because, you know, I wanna first acknowledge that COVID's real. I'm not mm -hmm. a denier. It's a real virus, but we've, we've been, um, you know, exposed to COVID viruses since the beginning of time. And you and I spoke a few weeks ago and I said to you, there's one important statistic that every single human being needs to know. <clears throat> it's that the death rates in 2020 were actually slightly less than they were in 19, 18, 17, and 16. So if the death rate is essentially the same as it's been over the previous five years, how is it even possible we're in the middle of a pandemic? When at the same time, heart disease has dropped for the first time in history and deaths from the flu are non-existent. That's never happened before. So if you're just an inquisitive human being, somebody who's curious, you'd have to ask yourself, how can that be? And I'll leave it up to you to make your own conclusions. I find some of those things, maybe the flu thing, I, 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 I kind of get, Maybe maybe there's maybe there's something with you know the the way that 
sometimes we've been forced to behave. Uh, we've, you know, the social distancing thing, you know, the, the capacity at restaurants uh, in some places, you know, in, in places like California and New York and in Illinois, where they've been pretty much on lockdown for the entirety of this whole thing. Like maybe, maybe I get that, but you know, the heart, the heart disease thing, like I, that, I don't know, for some reason I'm, I'm, I'm a taken back a little bit by that. Cause I guess I just figured when, everybody got the mandate that they were, you know, I shouldn't say everybody. A lot of people got the mandate that they never thought they would get. And that was stay home, stay in your couch and don't do anything. They're like, this is all I've ever wanted. You know, this is what I do every single weekend. Now I get to do it all the time. I, I would figure that there would be, you know, some repercussions of that, but it, it's, a, it amazes me that, that some of these things are, I don't want to say disappearing necessarily, but that statistically speaking, the numbers are well below where they have been given, you know, the limitations that everybody's been, you know, forced to live under. Well, remember that was, a, that was originally sold as, as you mentioned before, right. Is to, um, is to flatten the curve. Mm. So two weeks turned into four weeks, four weeks has turned into 11 months. Mm. And, and just to touch on the point that you mentioned about the flu it's a viable argument, but how then do you explain, you know, the massive rise in COVID over the last five months? So you can't have it both ways. I was having a conversation locally with a very intelligent individual and uh, he's retired and he had just had his COVID vaccine mm. and he was all excited about it. And, and uh, he said, uh, you know, he said that uh, he got a shot and, he was uh, looking forward to getting immunity from the shot, which, by the way, okay, this is not my opinion. This is what the research says, is the shot does not prevent you from COVID, right. nor does it prevent you from transmitting COVID. Mm. So why are we taking it? I'm not real sure. To minimize the symptoms, that's at least what we're being told. If that's the case, then just work on your own immune system. Live a better lifestyle. Right. We have this innate immune system, which has allowed us to progress 40,000 years as a species. And we've been exposed to all kinds of bacterium and viral particles since the beginning of time. The only thing that's kept us going as a species is our immune system. Mm -hmm. When you consider that vaccines have really been only around for about 70, 80 years when it first really with Jonas Salk and the polio vaccine. So... Um, but he said to me, he goes, I said to him, well, how do you explain the, the, the rise in, um, oh, he said to me, he goes, he said, uh, he said, did you see that the, um, the flu uh, statistics are way down? I said, well, how do you, how do you, um, what do you think's the result of that? And he said, it's because everyone's wearing masks and social distancing. I said, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Then why has there been such a rapid increase in the cases of COVID? And I kid you not, in the same exact sentence, he says to me, because no one's wearing masks and social distancing. And I stopped and I said, did you just hear yourself? I said, because you can't have one with the other. Right. It's impossible. And he says to me, he goes, yeah, you know what? You're right. I don't know where this narrative is coming from, but it's illogical. Right. 
I think we had a, a, a lot of great uh, points that we made on our podcast. And, and one of them, we really dove deep into into the immune system and things that we can do to to enhance that, to, to, to strengthen our immune system. And, and in some real studies, uh, have a better, uh, better ability to fight off not just the COVID infection, but really any, any sort of, you know, infection that could come in. And we talked about uh, things like zinc and we talked about vitamin D and you, even though you, you, for some reason, Dr. J is always tan. I mean, it feels like you always get back from vacation, Uh, but vitamin D, uh, vitamin K, I think you mentioned as uh, somebody needs to go along with your vitamin D, uh, you know, magnesium, uh, vitamin C and all, all of the things that you you can't really get, and we, we talked a lot about the American diet and how it's really impossible these days to to try to get all of these things into your system with the American diet, um, or it really even if you're eating a healthy diet, it's tough to get those things in. So to supplement with those things to strengthen your immune system, uh, I encourage everybody to go and listen to that podcast with Dr. J, which was, I think, number 73, uh, so just a couple back. But, you know, we... We're kind of still. Uh, everybody expected when the 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 calendar changed to 2020 that miraculously, whether via uh, I don't I don't know the the the, the cloak of the, the change of the calendar or a political change or something was going to completely you know eradicate you know any the fear of COVID and the the normal was going to come back and I think we've seen now uh, in the 14th month of 2020 that. We're still, uh, at least uh, how we're being fed, the narrative is we're still living in this sense of fear and still living in this world of, of, of confusion and, and the rules and what are they. So, you know, there hasn't been much change in the last 10 months is really what we're getting to. The only thing that's changed is the numerical number on the on the calendar. That's all that's that's really changed. And you touched on a word that... Um, um, I think it's important to acknowledge you said fear. A couple things about fear. I believe that the greatest pandemic we're in now is a pandemic of fear. Mm. We live in fear. Here's really what we need to know about fear. Fear downregulates our immune system. Mm. So when we're present in fear, and people go, people might say, well, I'm not in fear, right? They not may not even be aware that just by the behaviors and their actions, the words that they use, the tone and energy that they're living with is a fear-based energy. And so therefore that downregulates your immune system, which actually makes you more susceptible to all kinds of things, not just COVID. Right. So the first way out of it is we have to empower ourselves and start with getting hope back and getting our lives back and start engaging in normal behaviors. Um, wearing masks is not normal. Right. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for relationships. It's not healthy just physically. I got Breathing in our own CO2 and, and damp moisture. We know the increase in lung disease has gone up significantly because of mask wearing, got a great respiratory question. infections, pneumonia. Got a good question right on that right here uh, from Nicole. Dr. J, I've read uh, several studies that say masks are doing more harm than good. Uh, then do not protect, protect or protect against the virus. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of verbiage going on there, uh, along those lines as well. Some of the things you just touched on. I've got dozens of articles uh, from journals. As as you know, uh, I'm one of those guys uh, who researches a lot. So I yeah. read research journals, and yeah, there's an awful lot of evidence to support that masks. I mean, just think of it. We know that masks 
only protect a 0.3 micron through the mesh, right? And up to a 0.3 microns. And the virus is 0.06. Again, hmm. just do the math, right? You know, it's, we, I think we've all seen that meme of the guy putting up a fence. And he says, I just put this fence up to stop the mosquitoes. It's a chain link fence. <laughs> we know up here in Wisconsin, they don't get through those chain link fences. We just build yeah. them all around and they don't bother us at all during the spring and summer and fall. Yeah. <laughs> Little bastards. Uh, Dr. J, uh, at Dr. J LaGuardia on all the social medias, uh, following for, uh, for really daily inspiration. I know you're doing uh, a lot of uh, virtual conferences and stuff. And, and, and of course, coaching young entrepreneurs and not just young entrepreneurs. You've, you know, by your words, you've coached an old entrepreneur. I point directly at myself. Season. Over here. Season. Yeah. Just uh, a couple of, couple of lines around the trunk, uh, yes. to use a tree analogy, but, uh, but definitely everybody go follow Dr. J on all of his socials. And, uh, it's always good to chat with you, man. And, uh, so many things. I mean, I think we're learning new stuff on the daily and, and thanks for pointing people in the right direction as far as the narrative goes, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Thank you so much, Coop, for having me on and best of luck with this. I think you're going to crush it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. We'll be in touch. Sounds good. Dr. Jay LaGuardia, always a pleasure to talk to Dr. Jay. I, I really do highly recommend that you go and check out that episode that uh, that Dr. Jay and I did a couple weeks ago. A lot of great things, more in-depth uh, conversation on those topics, uh, you know, like masks, like Im- immune system, um, and just and just kind of ways to uh, to do research. I, I I do I would do more research, but I have Dr. J who does all the research, so I don't have to worry about as much. I just I check in with him and I say, so what do you think about this? And he's he's done all the work, so I always appreciate the time. Uh, do want to say another round of thanks to all of you who are tuning in and asking questions, uh, whatever platform that you are on. If you're on uh, Facebook, if you're on YouTube, or if you are on Twitch, uh, thank you so much for uh, for being a part of it. Please make sure you share the live stream. Uh, the more people we can get in here, the merrier. More questions we can ask. Uh, I think there's uh, there's there's plenty of conversation to have. Um, and as I said in the open, I mean, this is not just a, a, a single direction uh, conversation or show. We're going to talk about all things. You know, we're going to talk to Dr. J about, you know, health and, and wellness and masks and, and COVID stuff. And we're going to talk to, to Dan Marcon about guns. And we're going to talk to band members about, you know, band life and music. And, and we're going to talk to guys who like aliens because I like aliens. That's going to be my my primary thing. Uh, Dan Marcon is supposed to be on the show right now. I think he might be having a little trouble uh, jumping on the live stream, but if he does get in, uh, we'll definitely jump into a, a conversation with him because um, if you are a gun owner uh, or are thinking about it, or even even if you just have one for hunting, and I know up here in Wisconsin and in the, in the Midwest, it's a big thing. And uh, this new uh, resolution or this new uh, thing that's gone into uh, to Congress right now, HR 127, there are some really scary things in there. And again, I just became a gun owner like six weeks ago. Okay. Maybe maybe longer than a couple months back, but there are things in there that if you are somebody who does look at the constitution as a law of the land, it's really black and white and you, you do abide by, you know, you can't, it's not not one of those pieces of uh, paper that you can just pick and choose the ones that you support and the ones that you don't. I think if you uh, even if, if you're not a gun owner, you look at HR 127. There are going to be things that you go, wait a minute, that seems a little bit ridiculous. So uh, if we can't get Dan on today, uh, no worries, we will get him on definitely sometime soon because he is going to have a lot of insight, uh, not only into that, but into um, kind of the crazy year that that 2020 was, and and from what I've heard, how 2021 is shaping up as even a bigger year 
uh, for those who are going out and becoming gun owners for a plethora of reasons. And then whether you support it or whether you're against it, uh, when it's black and white like that in the Constitution, I think um, you need to talk to people who have a really good insight on it. So uh, hopefully we get Mr. Dan Mark on, on very soon. Uh, we do have a ton of guests to get to today. It's going to be uh, fantastic. I do see that my friend and compadre, my long-lost brother from another mother, Mike, is here from The Violent. Look, at you're all clean-shaven. You look, you look so young. Well, it's so, it's so cold. I felt like I should shave my beard off because I just like to do the opposite of everything all the time. <laughs> Instead of looking burly like you can survive because you're down in Chicago, right? Yes. yes. It's, it's uh, dropping to the uh, the negatives this week. So I can't wait. Oh, yeah. We have the same. Uh, we're dealing with the same polar vortex. I, I saw your post. Yeah, you're, you're worse than we are. Yeah, it was 12 below this morning. I think our high on Sunday is high temperature, not wind chill. Four degrees below zero. Oh, brutal. <laughs> I feel no. I, we should get like some sort of um, like American Airlines should sponsor anybody who lives above like, you know, Southern Illinois. Be like, you guys all get a free trip in February to go yeah. somewhere warm uh, and just go and enjoy. Let's just break it up a little bit. Uh, how you been, man? I've been good. I've been just staying busy and, and uh, you know, doing as much as I can at home. You know what I mean? How I'm is, sure you can relate. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean. I know you as as a musician, I know you guys are, are still getting after it and, and doing things with the violin, but yeah. this, it has become kind of a year. And when we spoke earlier this year about um, when we thought it was going to be a much shorter uh, <laughs> time I know. locked indoors. Everybody did. But we you've had to, to, to learn to adapt and to find new ways to uh, to put music out there. But uh, I mean, what's what's been the latest with uh, with the project? Um, you know, from the surface, it it looks like, you know, we put the two songs out, but, um, behind the scenes, just so much going on, um, in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, just, just staying bu busy, building assets and, and finishing songs. We have a ton of songs done. It's, it's a weird time. It's like, do we just release all these songs and then not tour and then they fall in deaf ears or mm -hmm. it's weird. So, um, you know, the plan is to get out much more music this year and, and hopefully kind of time that up. Um, you know, vaccines coming out, people are successfully have, have had COVID. So like statistically we're reaching that threshold. So we're just kind of playing that by ear, but we're staying busy. Like we started our own label and, um, that's, that's doing, um, just being as busy as possible in music. Like I, I write every day, all day. Yeah. I was going to ask with, with having this, you know, kind of, uh, imposed sanctuary, have you found yourself uh, as the writing process, you know, become, it sounds like it's obviously become a daily thing is, has it altered any of your writing? I know, cause you've always had, um, even from the red sun rising days and into the violent, there's, you have this like beautiful darkness, you know, to the writing style. Um, and yeah. I think that really shows um, in uh, like, I was just listening to fly on the wall before I jumped on here to get myself, you know, ready to go. There you go. Um, but do, do you find that, that, I'm going to say being in seclusion because I, I know you've, you've had a chance to kind of get out and, and breathe some clean air here and there. But do you find yeah. that your writing style is uh, because of not being able to go out and experience much of what you're used to? Has it has it changed at all? I mean, there's a lot of self-reflection. This The last time we spoke is, I think, I don't know if it's because there's so much time to think and you're not experiencing things and you're not like um, being stimulated as much. Mm -hmm. I, I find like random memories coming back to me that right. I hadn't thought about for years. 
And, uh, you know, some things were, were great memories and some are just like very cringy, you know, when you think of something that you may have said to someone or did, and you just like kind of go mm, to yourself, you know, some of those moments <laughs> will come back. And, um, I like writing about stuff like that, you know, real personal, personal, um, you know, experiences and, 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 uh, even the way I've interacted with people and, and the way they've, you know, shown themselves to me over the years. And, um, I've just been thinking about that, but I always find a little bit of a darkness in it um, just because I need that. Right. I need to release those types of things. And that's kind of the whole point of, of the violent as a band. Anyway, it's kind of the alter ego of, of those negative thoughts, like coming out through um, that, the, the medium of music. Very cool stuff. I got uh, Susan music's page on oh, Twitch. Saying, Hi Mike. Susan. Oh, Susan. And, uh, and Penny, come on down to Florida and play. All right, Penny Lane. Maybe that's it. Maybe uh, we just talked about everybody getting a flight down to somewhere warm. Maybe we'll all go down and see Penny and play a show. Yeah, there we go. Go see a live the show. Beaches. Yeah, no kidding. Take some time. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's obviously it's been a while since you've you know had the chance to to get on the road and having seen you live uh, on on multiple occasions and and feeling that energy uh, from you on the stage. Do you? Do you foresee when you do get back out on the road that you have like a pent up, uh, like you're going to have the, the the Hawaiian shirts are going to be just flowing, uh, you know, there's going to be bright colors and it's just going to be, it, do you feel like you have this energy that's just waiting to get back on and that, that first step onto a stage is going to be something that you've probably, you know, never experienced before? Yeah. And I, I'm definitely looking forward to that because even just, you know, jamming with my band has been tough like we've done a couple trips to you know to nashville to to record together and like we've spent some time in the live room of the studio and like just jammed on a couple songs and man it, it just felt so good i'm like i haven't felt this in years and it felt like that same feeling that i got like playing in the garage with my buddies right um because for a while there i was touring so much that shows started to i, I started to become numb to it mm. like i would just go out on stage and just like autopilot you know, playing the same songs. And, but like, I think when you have it taken away and then you, you're, you're craving it again. Um, I think a lot of musicians are feeling that, you know, I know a lot of my friends that, that play are, and um, I really think it's going to be a huge Renaissance when this opens back up. Um, whether the people are ready for it or not, the musicians will be. Oh man. I can't even imagine. I, I having introduced, you know, introduce you guys, but, but stood on stage before, you know, the actual talented ones in the band go on and do their thing. But having, you know, being up there in front of, uh, you know, large crowds and, you know, you get up and, and I get a chance to, to rile people up and, and get them all jacked and excited. But when that, that first baseline hits, or if you have an intro, when that first chord hits, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to imagine, you know, guys like you, you know, standing back behind the curtain and you feel that for the first time and what's probably going to be over a year and just, man, like that emotion is going to be something that well, you for us. Like I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's like that feeling when you're backstage and, and any musician, you know, that hears this will, will know this feeling when the lights first drop Oof. and you can't see the crowd, but you can hear them. Like I still get chills. I got, I just got chills thinking about it just now, like that feeling so if you're if you are in the crowd when the lights drop and you cheer like we feel it and I can't wait to have that feeling again. That's awesome, man. So new record label. That's you know I got nothing else to do, so to start a record label that was. Uh... 
Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like, well, why not? You know, yeah. it's like, learn that side of the business too. It's only going to make us stronger, I guess. Do you feel like um, really having a lot more creative control because of that aspect? You know, you, 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 you've always kind of been, uh, as far as the music goes, but you'd feel like in expanding beyond just the artist into, you know, kind of the more management type. Do you feel like you have more control of, of what you do as, as an artist or as a band? I've always been pretty, um, pretty on top of that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it was cool being on um, labels like Razor and Tie and, and right. Fearless because they're, they're under major labels um, or on major umbrellas, but they're, they're basically indie labels and they kind of let you run the course and then they step in when they, they need to. Right. Um, but so I kind of, always had that kind of spirit in me anyway. Um, and now I have more time to do it and it's, it's just really fun to build. And, and I don't know if we'll, if we'll remain this way when, when everything always back up, we, we may, you know, go back to a label. I have no idea, but right now it's like, it's really fun to see, um, you know, even some of the revenue streams that I didn't really understand existed because we never saw them because they went to the label and then they got filtered back to us. And it's just like, um, yeah, there's a lot you can do as an independent artist. Have you looked at doing shows? I mean, you know, uh, Penny was on here and she talked about obviously Florida. I know there's some other states that are that are doing some things. Have you, have you guys discussed, you know, trying to put something together, or are you kind of in a, a wait and see mode here? I know I know Illinois has been talking about at least in yeah. the last couple of weeks about doing some opening up, which which thank God. But have you have you guys discussed kind of maybe some some plans to get out and yeah, and I think shows? I think the more and more. Um, you know, like APA is still our agency and, and they've started to field, you know, offers even for, even for us for, for summer. And it's just like, nothing's, um, everyone's like, it's, it's iffy, but this could happen. So I think we're just kind of sitting back. We might do a, you know, a live stream, um, thing and the band's never played live. Like the violent has never played live before, um, which is really crazy. And it, it would be kind of cool if we entered that, um, that world digitally first and everything was digital and then boom, we're, you know, live in person. So I don't know exactly how this is going to unfold. We're kind of taking it day by day. Um, but I think the festivals, some of those festivals not canceling this year was a bold statement. I know like Danny Wimmer, mm-hmm. um, he didn't cancel all his festivals and, and that was like a huge hopeful sign, especially for the the rock industry. Yeah. Cause I mean, as, as you know, as a, a touring artist, who's, who's played a lot of those festivals and you've been up, you know, at my festival up here at Rockfest, you know, several times, you know, those things in, in, yes. I mean, first and foremost, I think thought, I've thought about the impact on the artists and, and kind of the, the circles that, that spin around them. It's not just the artists themselves. Obviously there's, there's crew guys and there's, you know, the venue guys and, you know, the, the, that circle just grows and grows the truck drivers. I mean, totally. the bus, you know, it, it just, the hit that that industry took, you know, in all genres was was unfathomable. But I think when you think about these these big festivals, especially when, when you have one in a smaller area like like Kadat is, yeah, you think I love about that festival too. Uh, we have we have so much fun at the last. It's so much fun. You're like in the middle, like in the middle of the woods. You know, there's mm-hmm. like farm field and then twenty five thousand people camping. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a, it's a good time. But you you think about that not just the revenue for um for the community. But all those people that plan their summer around going to this four-day or three-day music festival, but really yeah. it takes five days. Um, all the workers, all the you know the staff, you know the part-timers, you know all the 
the venues around or the places around you know town or even in the outskirts of town that you can go to, you know the impact is is so big. And obviously, it starts with the artists, and then it goes to the venue, and you have festivals, and it goes to all that. And a lot of these festivals, I mean, Rockfest excluded because they they got their stuff together, but it's it gets tough to put on those major festivals year to year. And I think we've yeah. seen a lot of them, you know, across the country. You know, Wimmer had to do some things. Um, there's some over on the other side of the state that that had to had to close down because they're, you know, they put on these festivals not because they're in it to make a, a shit ton of money. They want to put on the show. Yeah. And when the show doesn't happen, you can see the fallout. But you really and, those, and a lot of those people like that's their hobby or that's like their one trip a year. Or, yeah. You know, it's like and and we always have to remind ourselves that when we're touring and, and every show does start to feel the same mm-hmm. and we're like these people are here. They maybe have saved up half a year's you know, paychecks to just come to this show. And like, you have to remind yourself that. And, um, you know, I feel for those people too, that they just, they just love that atmosphere so much. And it's, it was taken away. I think there's a lot of good signs out there. You know, you talked about Wimmer. I know uh, Rockfest is still, is still on the calendar. There's a bunch of them that are still, you know, pushing forward. I don't want to say drawing a line in the sand, but I think they're, they're they're bracing themselves and, and they're preparing themselves as if all, everything is going to happen. It's going to go off, whether they have to implement, you know, whatever they have to implement. There is right. there's such a dire need, I think, uh, in not just for those venues, but obviously for the artists and for the fans too. I mean, it's it's you as a rock guy, and I think rock fans above all other genres, that connection between artist and fan is something that you just you don't really see in a lot of other genres. It is close. Totally. It's an emotional tie. I mean, <clears throat> I think, you know, with, with a guy like you, you know, who, who, who writes with that, that, that kind of raw passion, those songs, however you write them or, you know, whatever meaning you write them for, someone can embrace that song and take it on. And it just becomes like the thing that gets them through. And when they Absolutely. see you, they see you live. And that is like, you know, they've reached their Mecca, you know, They've yeah. seen Mike at live and the shirts flowing all over the place you know, and they're, they're just in this, in this, you know, euphoric area, but there's no other genre that's like that. So the, for the fans to get out there and to get back, uh, you know, it's with so true. They need it's to- uh, in the rock. It's like, and you, you see a lot of these, these, you know, pop and I love pop. Trust me. I love mm-hmm. pop. But like you see some of these like younger pop acts that'll start out and they, they'll have millions and millions of streams, but they can't sell a ticket to save their life because that's just not what that community is. The rock community is like, you, you hit the pavement, you go tour, you meet people and you get in their face and you spend nights with them over the years. And, um, that's what I love, love about it. Well, hopefully 2021 opens up some avenues. I know, uh, for you guys being the first time you're going to do a live show this year. I mean, that's, I mean, that's gotta be nerve wracking and exciting all at the same time. It's exciting for sure. We get a lot, a lot of prepared to, prepare for awesome hey, uh, it's it's at the violent music is that correct the violent music correct. yes yeah. at the violent music so check it out uh the two songs are fantastic and and mike always a pleasure to get you on we'll get you back on the full length podcast we have so many things to discuss as we get into uh the new year my friend love it thanks for awesome. having me man uh, thank you for being a part of it man appreciate it yeah absolutely thanks, mike. take care do the same my buddy mike from the violent to the violent music is uh, where they are on Instagram and all the other socials. So definitely go and and follow those guys. I mean, that's that's been one of the bigger things. If you if you are a concert goer or somebody who enjoys uh, going to see live music, um, it's it's one of those things that's just been missing, you know, from the uh, from the arsenal of 
uh, of what you've been able to do on a constant. I've had great conversations over the last, you know, almost year of this podcast since it's been, you know, uh, since it's been live streamed. Because uh, a lot of these artists, you know, for a long time were home, like Mike was talking about. Um, but the the fact that you've maybe lived and there's been a show in town or a concert or a festival and you've said, you know, it's a, it's a Thursday and I got to work tomorrow. Or, uh, you know, I got to get a sitter. I'll get them next time. They're going to be somewhere soon and I'll go and check that show out. There is literally no excuse now. I mean, you want to talk about the things that you missed out on uh, because, you know, venues were shut down and, and bands weren't touring. If that band is in town, even if you only like one of their songs, go and see the fucking show. <laughs> go buy a T-shirt. You know, you just you got to get out and experience these things because I think we've all witnessed all the things that can be taken away from us in the blink of an eye, uh, things that we took for granted. I mean, from things like going to shows to, I mean, Going out to happy hour. I mean, I don't want to go today. Nah, I know it's a long day. Go and do shit. I think that's what we should all have learned throughout this whole thing. Uh, see, let's get uh, some comments. Yeah, miss concerts too. Um, so many people, uh, so many people uh, feeling the same way as Penny does. Missing, missing concerts, uh, missing festivals, all the things that a lot of people plan their, uh, you know, especially for festivals in the summer, planning their summers around going to these kind of things. I mean, you know, we can only be uh, super hopeful that all of these things go off without a hitch uh, in this year because, you know, one thing that, you know, Dr. J and I, uh, who was on earlier, him and I talked about on the podcast, is is the the mental effects of lockdowns and social distancing. I mean, it's just not how we are created as human beings. I mean, we're we're packs, man. We run in packs. We run in tribes. And then we are been, you know, kind of pushed away from each other. So there's there's a lot of mental anguish that goes on and, and a lot of things that um, maybe aren't being reported on as much as you as you see on the news if you're still into that shit uh, or on your social media. You know, a lot of it is about, you know, the, the the facts and then the facts over here and there's so many facts, you know, the real things that we're dealing with. Maybe a little more up here and maybe a little in there too, maybe a little in the heart. Uh, still have a great show. We got uh, another uh, two hours to go here and a bunch of great guests still lined up. Uh, we got Matt James from Blacktop Mojo. Blacktop Mojo, he's going to be on in about five minutes. They have a show tonight. They're in Houston, Texas, and they're playing a show. Uh, so kudos to those guys. So between uh, load in and sing, I'll, have to, I'll have to bust them a little bit because, you know, the whole thing is like singers don't really do load in. They carry their mic in. Everybody else got to carry all their shit. But uh, Matt Jimmy James from Blacktop Mojo is coming up. Also, uh, Phil Norvold from Maxfield Off-Road and Manufacturing. Adrian Patrick of Otherwise is still to come. Uh, Jimmy Tolland from The Lonely Ones. They just dropped a new song today. Uh, go and check that song out because it's um, it's a great one. Uh, that one just dropped today. Also have Vince Eberts from Nuisance and uh, Mitch Arnold from Wayland. It's like you say the man's name and miraculously he shows up on your screen. Matt James. What's up, bro? How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? So you have a show tonight. We do. We do. Houston. Down in Houston? Yes, sir. Uh, Houston, Texas, Warehouse Live. Um, socially distanced. Everybody's at tables and spaced out and uh, temperatures at the door and all that, you know. Yeah. Have you? Is it, how many? You guys have done a couple of shows, haven't you? 
Uh, yeah, we did one back in December. I think that's the last show we had. And then uh, we've been in Nashville uh, recording our recording our next record for the past few weeks. And Ooh, new yeah. music. New music, man. I'm, I'm pumped. Twenty-one starting off with a bang. That's right. Have you? Is this uh? As you know, kind of. And we had we had you on the podcast. Uh, you know, kind of in the middle of all this stuff. Did you have some time? Was that taken over this uh, pandemic to write some new music? Oh yeah, man. We were uh, we've been working on this record since. Uh, I think we've been putting it together since probably July or August mm-hmm. uh, of last year. Just kind of meeting up a few times a week. Um, we all you know, live in the same town or whatever. So it's, it, we're a couple minutes apart from each other. We just meet up a few times a week and, and hash out new songs, man. And, uh, we finally got the opportunity to go to Nashville, uh, a couple weeks ago and, and lay some stuff down. So, um, uh, still working on it. Uh, but hopefully it'll be out this summer, man. You guys don't live in the same house still. Uh, Nathan and his, uh, now wife, mm, uh, right. they built little house and they moved out uh and uh so it's just me Kiefer and cat in there and uh chuck lives uh chuck's actually whose house we practice at he lives a couple minutes down the street from us so uh, i mean is the new wife didn't want to stay in the house with all the guys yeah they didn't want to stay in the old <laughs> band house man uh <laughs> i don't get it gets a little crowded a little noisy i guess you know well, i understand that i do have this um and, and we've talked about this now, I think, on two podcasts. But this... Oh, yeah. We still haven't gotten the opportunity to drink that This thing, is man. still unopened. Look at that shit. That's fucking awesome, dude. I was telling the story uh, in, in the open of the show today. I said, you know, uh, being a program director for, for almost a, a decade and a half, you know, you get some cool stuff. You know, some bands are really creative. Nobody came through like Blacktop Mojo and burned the shit. Oh, yeah, we're, tr- we're trying to get y'all drunk, man. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm missing out. I've been holding out now for like three years, four years now. Yeah, no. In theory, you're supposed to drink it before you listen to our. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, man, this is fucking great. Burn the ships, motherfucker! Burn them all. Put this on the put this on the radio right now. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna play the whole thing. We're just gonna play it all. <laughs> the whole album. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. We should have should, should have been a thing, man. But but here I am. I'm I'm trying to be. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of you and like you know. Well, next time I see Matt and the guys, I'm gonna save this yeah. shit. Oh yeah. Well, it, we were supposed to drink it at Rockfest right. last year. So that was it. And then COVID. You know. I mean, yeah. I now you just, you just got to hold on to it. Now it's it's probably aging in that bottle. It's probably just getting better and better. It know? is. Let's see. It. It's probably started out. I don't think that's how that works, but I, I don't <laughs> if it if it is, you know, we started off at eighty proof. We got to be close to like ninety five now. We got to be yeah, exactly. Man. It's pretty much ethyl alcohol at this point. It's like Everclear with a little color to it. <laughs> put put it in your truck, man. I mean, yeah, experiment. Yeah, run yeah. Oh, man. So you guys got? I know um, you got some shows lined up. You know, did you, the show you played in December was it also socially distanced? Uh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, everybody's supposed to wear masks and, and all that stuff and. This is Texas, so sometimes you can't really tell people what to do. And, uh, <laughs> it's because they all got so, guns. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it they're all you know limited capacity, and you know to allow people to stay away from each other. Uh, is that tough for you? Because I know I just know seeing you guys live several occasions. I mean, that crowd in you—it's like a there's like a bond there. Is it weird to have them be all separate? 
Yeah, I mean, a, a little bit. It's weird not to be able to, uh, you know, you catch yourself when you're up there uh, wanting to, like, jump down in the crowd or something like that, and you can't do that, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of a kind of a weird thing, you know. Yeah, don't crowd surf when there's nobody there. Yeah, yeah, you can't crowd surf. <laughs> Just one guy carrying you six feet. <laughs> person. You got to pick out the strongest like, guy. Uh, pick out the strongest be like, guy. It'd be like Dirty Dancing. Like, oh, there you go. You, you, you know. guys could you guys could do a cover of Time of Your Life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, Kiefer, how do you feel about playing the the high part there? Oh, he would love that. He he do the do the background vocals that are way up there. Oh, I love it. The time of my life. Oh, it's got to happen. I'm writing this down. <laughs> this shit's got to happen. I'm gonna oh yeah. I'm gonna put this out on the Twitter and see what happens. Put it on the Twitter. Put it on the Twitter. Uh, so, what do you what do you guys got planned for uh, you know for the foreseeable future? I guess in twenty twenty one, more shows. Obviously, the album's getting worked on. Uh, yeah, album's getting worked on. That's that's the main thing. Uh, we have another show at a uh, ATV park coming up in a couple weeks, uh, right near our our hometown there in Jacksonville, Texas. Um, played there a few times. Big outdoor stage and stuff. It's really fun. A uh, lot of a lot of rowdy ass rednecks, you know. We've talked about that before, you know, yeah. Central yeah. type of shit. <laughs> it's, well, it's Texas. Well, yeah, but this is Texan. Uh, very similar. Yeah. Uh, it's and then uh, as far as that, we got we got a few festivals uh, that got rescheduled from uh, 2020. Hopefully, they'll hopefully fingers crossed they'll happen this year, and, and uh, we'll be able to put some touring around that. And as the world, as more people get vaccinated, and you know. Uh, finally reach that herd immunity type of thing that they keep talking about. So, Dude, everybody's moving to Texas. Elon Musk moved to Texas. Rogan's down there now. It's like the Mecca. Oh, yeah. Austin's going to be the new Hollywood, man. That's going to be. <laughs> That's, I don't know if Austin That's, wants that. I, mean, I don't think so. No, I don't think, I don't think they do, man. There's, uh, there's all kinds of, you know, t-shirts that keep your California out of my Texas, you know, type of. Type of shit. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't like I thought I heard like McConaughey was starting some initiative like you know you know come to Austin but you know, keep your keep your value keep your California values in California. Absolutely, yeah. No, uh, I mean Austin's always been weird anyway, so it, it, yeah. it's that's the perfect place for anybody to, to migrate to from from outside the state. If you want to launch rocket ships and shit? Go do it in Austin. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> no, I think it, I think it's pretty cool, man. Uh, it's it's nice to be near where the the new place might be, you know. Well, yeah, and and you hope, and, and this has you know been brought up several times. Is you hope that people who left a place because it sucked don't bring the reason that it sucks with them. Like, oh, it sucked over there. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't bring that yeah. sucky here. Um, I mean, being in Texas, though, I don't think you're. Uh, like I said, it's hard to tell people what to do. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's they, awesome. They can bitch and moan all they want, but I don't. I don't think it'll really uh, change any minds out here. You know. What I'm no, that's why it's the People's Republic. Yeah, <laughs> the Republic of Texas. Uh, the Republic of Texas. Matt James, Blacktop Mojo. Uh, good luck on the show tonight, man. Enjoy uh, playing in front of people, and uh, let's catch up sometime soon. We'll drink this whiskey. Absolutely, man. Uh, congrats on the new. Uh, the live show, man. This is awesome. Hey, man, we'll have you back on. We're going to get you and Kiefer on to, when you're rehearsing your uh, time of our life. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. We'll get it We'll get it worked up for you. We'll do it a cappella. It'll be amazing. Oh. Even. <laughs> awesome. Matt, take care of yourself, brother. My best to the guys. 
You too, brother. Awesome. Thank you. Matt James, Blacktop Mojo, out playing a show tonight down in Houston, Texas. That's that's good. That's good for them. You know, you can, you can see that uh, that there's some places, man. I was talking to Mike about that. Some places that are up doing shows, and I think uh, you got to get out. You got to get out and see things because. Um, just the way, the way shit's going, it could change in the drop of a hat. It could be like, oh yeah, it's fine. And the next day, it's not. It's I mean, if you're if you follow the state of Wisconsin at all, and we had a we had a repeal of the mask mandate, and then we had a reissue of another mask mandate, another state. It's just a f- clusterfuck up here. So, but we're trying to get through it all. We're trying to get through it all, and hopefully, uh, live shows definitely something that come back. I know um, there are some scheduled up here uh, in our area over the next uh, couple of months. So. Again, like I said, get out and see a show. Uh, wherever you are watching, uh, first off, thank you for being a part of it. See, so we got a bunch of people on on Facebook and on Twitch that are are uh, being a part of it. Also, uh, if you are on Twitch, make sure you follow. And and while you're there, follow Blacktop Mojo and uh, and also otherwise. I know those guys are on there doing great things on their Twitch account. So make sure you uh, jump on board of that and uh, and and be a part of whatever we're going to do next. We got some guests lined up for next week too. That. Uh, we got to keep a secret for right now. But uh, if you follow me on the socials or follow Welcome to Cooperville on the socials, you'll be seeing all the folks that we got coming up uh, over the next uh, over the next week because this is going to be a Monday through Friday uh, thing. 